Corbusier, before the Second World War, in a bid to make architecture more accessible and to help people see what they were being, for lack of a better term, shafted from or shafted off through architecture, made demands for architects on behalf of clients. Now, I, I hate the distinction of architect, client, and all that. I like to say creator, and I like to say uh, captain of industry. I like to say things like that. I like to, to, to believe that we are in a partnership to make something greater. Now, we have to make a new demand book for architects to ensure that people who patronize us and people who hope to patronize us, and people who hope to move our craft forward through their patronage, have a list of demands and a list of conditions to make their houses and their buildings work in a certain way at all times. Because of a lack of this, we see around Africa, for instance in Accra, the glass buildings that can't be used because of shading. In Nigeria, there are buildings that can't be occupied because the space isn't designed properly. To give you an example, you must de demand from your architect that your house can breathe on its own. You must de demand from your architect that your house produces a certain amount of energy. You must demand from your architect that your, your, your space is clear and there's no extras added to that space that is not needed for the clear functioning of the space. You must demand also that your house should be an activity space, a free space where activities can happen. This will help your, your airflow, this will help your, your health. We will write a lot more demands to ensure that this business is not a one-sided business to ensure that a revolution or a change in a way of thinking that is being fought for is not only a one-sided change in a way of thinking. It's not really about form, but more about how things can be made to work and function even better. This is James George, out.